Hi, this is Wanda Ellett. The following is a podcast of Your Career is Calling. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and to listen live to Your Career is Calling Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on Ryder University's 1077 The Bronx, online at 1077thebronc.com or via our free Android and iPhone apps. Search and download WRRC1. That's W like Wanda, R like RR like Robert, C like Charlie, the number one. I hope you enjoy this week's edition of Your Career is Calling. Get ready to own your career. 1077 The Bronx presents the all-new Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting. Every Sunday morning, Wanda is taking you on an unforgettable journey to help you navigate the ever-changing world of job-seeking and career transition. If you have a question for Wanda about your career, phone lines are open. Give her a call at 877-900-1077. That's 877-900-1077. The all-new Your Career is Calling is underwritten by Ryder University Office of Career Services, here to help accelerate your career. Harwell Express Press, your corporate communications printer, and G45 Consulting, committed to both your immediate and long-term career success. Now, here's Wanda Ellett with today's edition of Your Career is Calling. Good morning. You are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett, live in the Killarney Public House Studios, Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Your Career is Calling is the first radio show of its kind, helping both students and seasoned professionals to manage their careers as a business. The CEO of Me, Inc. I'm here for the next hour and very eager to take your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Behind the glass today producing our show is Ryder University's intern Naomi McGarrell. Yay Naomi. And today I'm very excited, very happy, like overjoyed to have in uh in well we're not in the studio, she's on on the line with me. I have Kim Barbaric and uh she is the executive director of career services at Ryder University and she began this position in September of 2015 prior to coming to Ryder. Kim was the director of career and leadership development at the Columbia University School of Social Work, where she worked for eight years. And before joining Columbia University, Kim managed the leadership development program in the talent development department at American Express and was a director in the Office of Career Development at Barnard College. Kim has a BA in art history from Barnard College, Columbia University, and an EDM in uh, human development and psychology from the Harvard Harvard Graduate School of Education. Welcome, Kim. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. Hi, Wanda. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you perfectly. I'm very, very excited to have you with me today. Thank you. I just, I can hear the other show in my, um, in my ear. Oh, you so can? Kinda hard. Yeah, so it's kind of a little bit hard to hear you. Naomi, get on that. <laughs> Is that a little bit better? No, I, I can hear. Yeah, that's better. There we go. <laughs> so she fixed it. Yay, Naomi. Yeah, yep, perfect. Thank you. Happy to be here today. Thank you very much. And I, I, I have to tell you, I was a little nervous that I thought today was the day that the clocks went forward. And I, thought we were I gonna... know. <laughs> because they were talking about it on the news. And, and, you know, some of the stations were actually saying that it was this weekend. So, yeah, But I'm very no, relieved I, that it's not. <laughs> I know. I, I don't think it's till next weekend. Yeah, I it's next weekend. Well. Thank God. <laughs> And and today what we're going to be discussing, the overarching topic so for, well, so far this year, what we've been doing is we've been uh, trying to 
each month take a topic and do a deep dive. So the mm-hmm. first month was getting organized in January. Last month was dealing with, uh, because it always ends up, you're in a perfect storm, whether you're in transition or something. So dealing with, you know, other issues like, uh, you know, family uh types of situations and outside distractions um, in last month in February and still managing your career. And this right. this month, we'd like to talk about resumes. So we felt okay. that it was perfect to have you on because being yeah. the executive director of career services, I know there's a lot of exciting things. Uh, we met last year and, uh, you know, I, I was excited to, to hear like, you know, some of the, I was excited to hear then some of the different things that you had planned. And then we yeah. figured that this talking in the spring is, is the perfect time. Yep. I'm excited to be uh, with you today and talking about all this stuff. So if you would, um, what are mm-hmm. some of the, how has it been your experience at Ryder for the last, I guess you've been here about six months now, right? Correct. I started in September. So um, I guess going into my sixth or seven, seventh month, um, it's been great. It's been terrific. Uh, I've really enjoyed getting to know faculty and staff and, and especially the students. And uh, we've had a really great time, my team, planning stuff for not only this spring, but for the upcoming uh 16, 17 academic year. Uh, so it's a great it's a great time to be at Ryder, and um, I'm really excited to be kind of leading the office. And what are some of the things that, that are on deck or that have been implemented? And well, one thing um, that I that I'm sure you want me to touch on today is we have a career fair coming up on March 24th, and we have 125 employers registered. So it's the most employers we've had, as far as I know, ever. So we're yeah. super excited about that, and um, we think it's going to be an amazing event, and we really want to encourage students from aco- across the university majoring in all different disciplines uh, to come, because it's not just focused on one area. It's really, we have non- non- nonprofits, we have businesses, um, we have government agencies, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great fair. Yeah, the career fairs, I love the career fairs, and I never, honestly, before being the host of Your Career's Calling and covering the career fairs, I never really thought too much happened at a career fair or any kind of job fair. And I was really being on the, I guess, the inside of it and talking and interviewing to the employers. And, you know, it was exciting to learn things really do happen. So it's, it's definitely, and especially at Ryder, it just, it just seems it's very electric when you're there. And this is open to both alumni and current students, right? Correct. Exactly. And if if you're not, if yep, you're listening, if you're an, can you come in or no? You have to be alumni or student. You have to be affiliated with Ryder either as an alumni or a student. Yes. Okay. So it's it's not open to the community. You know, it's not open to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, be, mostly because of spacing issues. We have uh, a big space, but we also have a lot of interest from alumni and students, so we have to prioritize them. Mm-hmm. And um, and as I mentioned, this is just. You know, they basically come in. I think the first year I covered it, I, I didn't, I wasn't, you know, it, it just, I felt like the, the students really weren't dressed as well. But it just seemed like even over the last couple of years, you know, in covering it, it, it just, it's very electric. The professionalism of the students is, is just amazing. It just seems like everything's been stepped up and I'm very excited to cover it this year. So I guess with that, like part of preparing for the job fair, um, talking about resumes and some of the ways that, um, 
you know, whether it's Ryder or uh, whoever, wherever they've gone to college, some of, mm-hmm. and especially because of your background, you've worked in a couple different career services organizations and a couple different, you've seen a couple different universities. Um, you know, could you give us some insight onto some of the services that are available through a career services, whether it's Ryder or even other colleges? Yeah, sure. Um, so, um, most career services, and Ryder included, have first and foremost career advisors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll speak specifically about Ryder, but to your point, it's typical for most career services to have most of, of what Ryder offers. Right. Um, so we have career advisors in each of the colleges, and that's a great uh, resource for students to get one-on-one attention or alumni. So if a student or an alum wants someone to review their resume. They want to talk about networking tips. They want some more guidance in terms of uh, mapping out their professional goals or even doing something like a mock interview, which can be very helpful. Mm-hmm. Meeting one-on-one with an individual career advisor is highly recommended and can be, you know, it can really change the way you either look at your career or can certainly help you develop those those professional skills that you need to succeed. Um, we also offer a lot of workshops and programs. So it could be anything from a small workshop on resume writing to bringing in a partner employer to do an information session or an event. So we do a well, lot of how does programming. That, what is that about, like an information session? So that would be when an employer would come on campus yeah, um, and present to students on their organization what kind of jobs they offer. Sometimes they come in and They'll do something fun, like they'll have pizza or they'll have ice cream or snacks. Um, So, you know, sort of enticing to students. But it's a great way for students and alumni, if they hear about it and they're interested in the organization, um, to come and meet representatives from a particular organization or company, meet them, network with them a little bit, and then get information about that organization. Now, if you're an alumni, like granted, Mm -hmm. on campus, you'll see ads or things like that. Um, Do alumni have to proactively seek out this type of of event? Well, it's all on our website. Okay. So they have to proactively, they should proactively, you know, monitor the career services of their college. Okay. Yes. So I would advise any alum that are interested in what's going on at at Rider Career Services to look on our website where everything is posted Mm -hmm. and they can get, and if they need additional information, don't hesitate to call. We're we're more than happy to, to talk to someone specifically about their needs. Now, is there a cost to have, you know, no, to meet no. with the career services? Okay. No. Um, and, and if, you know, so as far as like with this information center se- session, you know, they could come in and, and learn more. And it's also an opportunity to network. Exactly. Exactly. So um, you can meet representatives from organizations, get their I, cards, follow up. I can't with hear them you. I'm having a hard time op- hearing you. Oh, you're having a hard time hearing me? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Uh I don't know if she can hear. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Wanda, can you hear me? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, alumni can, to your point, Wanda, can definitely network. You can get, you know, cards from representatives from organizations and follow up with them via email. It's just a great way to kind of get a foot in uh, without having to apply to something online where you sometimes don't know where your uh, resume goes or to 
cold call company to find out about opportunities. It's just, it's a really great way to get your foot in the door. And just even having, it's not an endorsement, but like you said, it's just, it's just a way to get in and it's common ground. Plus knowing the excellence of the education and, and, and just the just the excellence overall professionalism everything of Ryder University you know when when an employer comes here to the to you know and they're meeting through that type of event i think it speaks volumes definitely definitely yeah it's not an endorsement but it's a great way for alumni and students to get more information that's awesome so what other types of events do you run um <clears throat> so we do a lot of different workshops from everything from resume writing, interviewing, networking. Right now we have a lot of workshops on uh, kind of making the most of a career fair or how to work a career fair. Oh, really? Have our, yeah. Since now, how is, that, is that like a one-time session or what's that? Um, there are several sessions offered. So depending upon, you know, what college you're in or if you're an alum, you can come to any of them. There's different sessions offered. And again, that information is all on our webpage, so you can check that out. If you're if you're somebody, if you're a student or you're somebody, an alum who's in the community and you want to come, you can just look it up on our webpage. And then they um, can just come on down because I think exactly. that there's a lot of different things. Like that, it sounds silly and 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 trite, but one of the things that's consistently come out in the interviews when I interview the the employers during the career fair and covering it, they uh-huh. all say the same thing. You need to be yourself. You know, you yes. want to have like check out their website beforehand and um, and know what jobs are out there and see if there's something that you're a match for. And there again, like. You know, you want to be prepared as prepared as you can. And a lot of that is available. Like even now, do you have a list of the employers that are going to be there at the career fair? Yes. So, again, that's on our website. Okay. Um, so it's very easy to get that. But but great point, Wanda. You want to take a look at those employers and decide which ones are going to be most important for you to meet and do a little research on them so that when you talk to them and introduce yourself, you know what your questions are going to be, you know what kind of organization they are, and it just makes you a much more competitive candidate. Plus, it gives you a comfort level, too, like a, exactly. a, a confidence level. When you go up to meet the, the company, like the person, you go, you see the company that you have on your targeted list. Then you go up to them, and you're going to, you know, shake hands and, and just be confident saying, oh, I'd like to talk to you about uh, this position. And, and it just puts you in a better place where you're, you know, sure footed and uh, just it, it just makes you more at ease versus that awkward. Oh, I don't know. Like, tell me about your company. It, and, and it doesn't make you sound intelligent or that, you know, there's a care. Yeah, it makes you sound like you're prepared. And that's what you want employers to think. You yeah. know, you, you want to come off as someone who planned and prepared for the career fair. Yeah. You are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett with Kim Barbaric, live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Kim Barbaric, she is the executive director of career services here at Ryder University, and uh, she is sharing the inside track of career services, as well as uh, we're, we're going to be talking about some tips for your resume and uh, different things to put you heads above everybody else when you're interviewing. Uh, we'll be right back after a short break. 
If you have a question about your career, we have all the answers. Give us a call with yours at 877-900-1077. Now, back to the all-new Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting. And we're back. This is Wanda Ellett, live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station 1077 The Bronx and online at 1077thebronc.com. Today I am here with Kim Barbaric, and she is the Executive Director of Career Services here at Ryder University. And she's been saying, you know, so far we've been discussing a couple different things. Uh, we have an upcoming career fair at uh, Ryder University, and that's March 24th. So she's been giving a little bit of an inside track on how to prepare for that. Um, and... Uh, just some of the different events that are in career services currently and uh, some classes. And uh, now I'd like, if we can, I, Kim, I'd love to talk about some, some things for resumes, like what, what people sure. can do. Sure. Um, so probably first and foremost is a lot of people think that you should only have a one page resume. And it really, that's not always the, the rule of thumb for every single professional area. Mm-hmm. So the first and foremost is to really know what professional domain are you interested in and um, what's the appropriate length of a resume for that particular area. So typically for business, it would be one page. Nonprofits, often it can be two pages. The government actually prefers a longer resume. So really? I think it's imp- Yeah. So I think it's important to know, um, you know, the area that you're applying into and, and what their expectations are. Um, also... You know, some of the things that tips that we always give are you want your bullets that describe your experience to always start with what we call in career services action verbs. So tip, people typically use like provide. Uh, that's like a, an idea of a, of a verb that's commonly used again and again. And what we encourage is for people to actually change up their verbs a little bit and use some of these more powerful verbs. Um that we call action verbs, um, and also to make those state statements accomplishment oriented. So if you, you know, created something or developed something, or you can quantify, that's always the best. Yeah, I always, the, I always encourage people to talk about their metrics and their successes. Exactly. So if you can say like how many programs you created or how many, uh, how much money you raised, those are all terrific things to be able to put on a resume. Um, it's also great if you're somebody that maybe has some different experience under your belt, you can also use different sections in your resume. So we often see, you know, a section that says professional experience or work experience. But if you're somebody who has a background, say, in management, but you also have a background in, uh, say, um, accounting, you know, you could uh, create two different sections to highlight those particular skills and to highlight the employers that were in those particular areas. Um, so there's lots of different ways to make your resume stronger. Now, One what thing about, that I, like, yep. what, I have mm-hmm. a question. What about um, how should you handle gaps? Like some, you know, if you've been in transition and because of the economic meltdown or you're an older worker and, you know, how do you, how should you address some of those things? Yes. So typically what I tell people is, you know, you always want to be honest. So, you know, you, you have to, kind of outline on your resume when you've worked. And if there's gaps, it's best to address those gaps in either a cover letter by saying that you took in your cover letter, it's fine to say that you took time off to, you know, 
uh, raise a, raise children or you took time off to for a, for a family matter or um, you know you took time off to give some thought to a career change. But a cover letter is a more pro- appropriate place to highlight or to um, to kind of you know explain why there may be gaps. And then it's something that you can talk more about if you get an interview. Um, that's when people would typically ask you about it. And you don't need to, you know, tell your whole life story, but you can be honest about why there may have been a gap in, in your resume. Do you think it would discount you? I don't think it discounts you if you have, you know, a valid reason. I mean, people get laid off from jobs. It happens all the time. Um, and, uh, you know, and people have life experiences that sometimes force them to leave their jobs. Um, so it happens. And I don't think it always discounts you. You know, if you're, if you are, you know, I'm not going to lie. If you were let go from the past three jobs you've been at, that is going to be questioned and that can't always, you know, doesn't always look good. Um, But people, I think employers, you know, they're human beings and most people understand that, that things happen. And if you are able to explain it concisely um, and, you know, be honest about it, then I think that's appreciated. And I think people are very understanding. And now, what do you feel about uh, using volunteering as you know, I th- some I of think the skills, great. you know, volunteering? Yeah, I think that's great. I've seen in my experience um, women who have, you know, raised, took time off from work to raise kids, but they were very involved in their kids' school, whether on the PTA or doing a lot of volunteer stuff and then volunteering in the community. And that, that helped them a lot when they decided they wanted to get back in the workforce. So I think putting volunteer work, community service work, uh, things that you've done, um, you know, in your community is amazing. And I think it speaks a lot to both your skills and just also your desire to want to keep doing stuff and being involved. And I, I think that speaks to a certain work ethic. Yeah. And that's one of the things, too, that I always encourage people. You know, you have to be sensitive to, you know, what skills and, and keeping your skills fresh, you may even volunteer in, in an organization and learn something new and that keeps exactly. you current. So I, I think that it's, it's, I always encourage people to, to volunteer. Plus you never know what gift could come from that. There could be an opportunity or you may network, you know, an opportunity to work at that organization, or you could network with somebody and, fu- and find your next position. Yes. You're absolutely right. It happens all the time. People are volunteering and they either get offered a full-time position or a part-time position, or they meet someone who puts them in touch with someone else that, gives, that offers them um, a, a position. So yeah, that's, that's how it works and it happens all the time. Yeah. And I think in this economy, that's really, networking is the, is the prevalent way to find your next opportunity. Yeah, Definitely. And, and, it's uh, really important. And and also, like, are you familiar with the keyword search? Like what, you know, like... That, that some employers use when they're looking at resumes? Yeah. Yes. So certain um, organizations, especially bigger ones, tend to do a keyword search on resumes. So if you're somebody who is applying to some of these larger organizations, you definitely want to spend time understanding the, the sort of language and the... Uh, the keywords that an organization would be using. And and that you can get from, you know, sometimes just reading the job description and looking at their website yeah. or reaching out to someone if you know someone, you know, particularly in that organization to give you a little bit of feedback. 
Um, but that's a good point, and and that can sometimes be important, especially for those larger organizations. Yeah, because I always I always coach people that you need to be sensitive to speaking their language, like almost mimicking really honing in and listening to your interviewer and it starts really from the job description you know yeah. you learn the lingo learn the language and then by networking in you find a little bit more and whether that's something that's going to fit for you because you're interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing you exactly i always tell students that that you actually do have some power in the situation i think a lot of people feel when they go in an interview that they they actually have no power. It's yeah. so uh, anxiety-provoking. But you actually have a lot more power than you think. You're you're interviewing the the organization and the um, you know human resources if they're the ones that are that are interviewing you. You're you're actually figuring out if it's the right fit for you, and that's yeah. really important as well. That's powerful. You were listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett with Kim Barbaric, and we are live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Kim Barbaric is the Executive Director of Career Services here at Ryder University, and she's giving us the inside track on how you can be successful in interviewing and, you know, being successful in a career fair and also uh, resume tips. Uh, We're going to be right back after a short break. If you have a question about your career, we have all the answers. Give us a call with yours at 877-900-1077. Now, back to the all-new Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting. And we're back. This is Wanda Ellett live in the Killarney Public House studio at Reiner University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Today, I am here with Kim Barbaric, and she is the executive director of career services here at Ryder. And uh, she's been sharing a wealth of knowledge on the inside track of uh working with career services to take your career to the next level and um, working on different seminars to improve your resume, um, interface with, you know, local companies and um, just preparing for a um, career fair as well. Uh, We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. But before we continue our conversation, we have our producer, Naomi McGarrell, with her segment, Finding Your Future. Is your career at a standstill? Are you concerned for the future? Let our producer, Naomi, help. Your Career is Calling presents Find Your Future with Naomi McGarrell. Naomi is going to help make your future brighter every week with available job listings, including how to apply, and contact our featured employers. Plus, other helpful tips to help better your career path. Finding Your Future is underwritten in part by Rider University's Office of Career Services. Our role and your education is to prepare you for your career. For more information online, it's rider.edu slash career services. Now here's Naomi with Finding Your Future. Mathematica Policy, Inc. is currently hiring a research assistant slash programmer. Mathematica Policy Research, Inc. is a nationally recognized firm that conducts domestic and international social policy research, healthcare, welfare, education, disability, labor, nutrition, and other related topics. As a research assistant or programmer, you'll have the opportunity to work with senior researchers and learn about future opportunities in advanced programming and or research. You will also have on-the-job training to improve your programming skills. Mathematica 
Medica offers a competitive salary with your qualifications and a comprehensive benefit package that includes three weeks paid time off and tuition reimbursement. They are seeking a research assistant or programmer to work in offices located in Princeton, New Jersey, and Ann Arbor. Research assistant or programmers perform the task in programming, research, and project management. Qualifications include a bachelor's degree with an excellent academic record, including courses in economic, social science, mathematics, statistics, or computer science. Academics or work experience performing data analysis using a statistical computer package, strong organizational skills and the ability to work with others, and an interest in being a member of a team engaged in social policy research. If you are interested in this job, visit careers.mathematica. That's a wrap for this week's edition for Finding Your Future with Naomi McGarrell. Finding Your Future is underwritten in part by Reading University's Office of Career Services. Our role in your education is to prepare you for your career. For more information online, it's writer.edu slash career services. Naomi will be back next Sunday with more job listings and tips to help your future look brighter. Exclusively on Your Career is Calling on 107.7 The Bronx. If you have a question about your career, we have all the answers. Give us a call with yours at 877-900-1077. Now, back to the all-new Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting. And we're back. This is Wanda Ellett live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Today I am here with Kim Barbaric, and she is the executive director of career services here at Ryder University. And we're taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Kim, I can't believe it's the end of the show. Today went super <laughs> fast. It was just, I know. I, I, I can't get over how fast it went. <laughs> So if you would, do you have any last bits of wisdom that you can share with people? Yeah, I would say um, that if you are uh, interested in having, you know, your resume revamped or or reviewed, definitely have somebody look at it. Um, Probably the most important thing is having a resume that doesn't have spelling or grammatical errors. Um, and that kind of goes the, the same way with cover letters. Always have a second set of eyes, look at your resume and cover letter. That would be my big piece of advice because you never want to lose out on a job opportunity because you had a spelling error on your resume. And I can attest there was, uh, you know, and I, I, I was mortified because um, there was an application that had an apostrophe in its, you know, in the name. I didn't catch oh. it because it was, you know the soft, you know what I mean? But they missed it on one and I missed it. And I, I took the responsibility for it, but they were, you know, they said, well, if the person knew this application, then they would know that this is, you know, that apostrophe had to be there and it cost them, it cost us both the position. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. It was an application. It was just the way that they, you know, the name of the application and it was just like one apostrophe in one place. Yep, it happens. So it's really important to have somebody that hasn't been uh, pining over your resume like yourself to uh, to look at it and they can pick up, you know, errors that you might not be able to pick up. That's crazy. Anything else? Um, I guess for the career fair, my tip would be, I think, and I think you kind of um, maybe hit on this a little bit, but dressing appropriately is super important. I think sometimes people think it's not as important as it is, but I always tell students to err on the side of dressing um, business appropriate for things, mm-hmm. even if they're not sure. Wearing a suit, uh, you know, or, or for women wearing a skirt and a, and a blouse, but dressing 
you know, professionally is very important and it certainly makes an impression. So keep that in mind when you're networking and going to career fairs. And, you know, as we started to talk about, too, that really go on to the website, like on your website, you have a list of all the different employers that are going to be at your career fair, correct? Correct. And they can go on to each of these individual companies' websites and look at resumes. I mean, look at job jobs that are open and target those positions and really prepare a targeted. What, what I do is... As far as a value proposition, I always recommend to have the targeted, what I call a T letter, where you're going to highlight the, the position, the different elements of the position, and show your successes, how you match the position to a T, or like, you know, if you're an accountant, you know, the T accounts, like you're going to take the requirements in one column and the, uh, the, your successes in the next column, and you're just going to do the hot top level items and requirements of the position as a teaser to increase the opportunity to have another conversation with them. So you're going to have a, um, your cover letter with those, you know, targeted successes. Then you're going to make sure that those successes are in your resume and that you're using keywords from the position as well as, um, I, I like to put together, uh, recommendations on why people think that you would be a great fit for this opportunity. Um, include that into your value proposition. And when you're networking into an organization to, you know, network in and say, look, I'm interested in this position and help people to help you give them specifics. Don't go in and, and just say, I want a job at your company and put the onus on them to say, I got to find you a job, you know, be specific and, and, and know what you want, set your goals, set your vision, whether you're dealing with the company directly, whether you're dealing with somebody that you know in the company, whether you're dealing with somebody first time you're meeting them at a career fair, be specific in your, in your goals. And, and this is your company. This is your vision. Like, how do you want to take your career? Where do you want to take your career? And, and what does that look like? And is it a match? You know, just really think about the culture. Think about different things. Is it going to be, you know, a hardship for you to travel to the, where this location is? Do you want to travel? You know, and have, have questions along those lines, I think, are, are very beneficial as well. Yeah, all great advice, Wanda. Really, really good advice. I would, um, I would echo all of that. And I, I'm just excited, too, because I know Ryder, the, the excellence at Ryder is just overwhelming. Like, you know, as I've been uh, hosting this show, um, my prior experience was many years ago at the career, it was a, a language competition in my high school. And, uh, cool. you know, I enjoyed, you know, that experience, but having hosted the, the show, I, I just have to say in working with the different uh, professionals here at Ryder, the excellence is just bar none. It's just amazing. It's exciting. It's contagious. Uh, you know, I, I just love it. Um, and how can people get in touch with you, Kim? Um, the best way to get in touch with me is either to email careers at rider.edu mm -hmm. or, uh, you can go on our website and, and there's, and there's a phone number there, um, that you can call if you want to get in touch with me, but the best way is probably through email. And go in the career. What is it again? careers at rider.edu. That's awesome. And as far as there's just a wealth of knowledge on the career services page, um, you know, as we uh, 
do each week. We bring a Finding Your Future segment, and, uh, you know, there's different job opportunities. Also, as alumni, I think it's beneficial. They can contact you if uh, career service, well, career services, if they're interested in a local company. Um, maybe there's an opportunity to network. Like, do you put those kinds of things together, too? Those types sure. Of if there's an opportunity for it, if they're interested, they can call us. And, and certainly if the employer is coming on campus to do an information session, um, we can certainly, you know, help them help facilitate an introduction. Um, if it's an employer that we're not partnering with yet, then then we probably, you know, would advise them to maybe, if they're an alum, to see if there's any other alum there through LinkedIn or through the alumni database. Okay, and then they would have, if you're an alumni of Ryder, you have access to the alumni database, correct? Correct. And so, but do you help people, like, even navigate some of that as well? Um, that's, we, we don't do as much of that. That that would probably be more through the alumni relations office. Okay. Um, but we can certainly help people in terms of when they're doing what we call informational interviews, how to kind of approach those, what kinds of questions you want to ask. So if you were reaching out to a fellow alum and you wanted a little help on what kinds of things to ask or how to approach it or how to write a quick email, we can certainly help you with that. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and really networking is really the best way to go. And, and I know even for myself, if somebody's from an alumni from my university, um, I always, I'm like, Oh my God, you're one of my people. <laughs> I know. Exactly. You get excited. But I even get excited when I hear Ryder University. I'm like, Ryder University? Because <laughs> I feel you're my people too. <laughs> well, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your Sunday morning. And I really appreciate all the time that you've shared with me. This has been very informative and a wonderful way to start the month of March in uh, delving into resumes. Well, thank you for inviting me, and I'll see you at the career fair. Yes, you will. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I hope right. to interview you, too. So save okay. some time for me on, on the, at, during the career fair. I know you're very busy. <laughs> okay, I will. Thank you. Have a nice day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. In closing, to learn how you can gain more information on how to manage your career, take a tour of the on-demand library on 1077thebronc.com, where we have over three years' worth of shows on every aspect of job transition and career management. You can listen to us anywhere as you can download 1077 The Bronx free iPhone or Android apps from the App Store. You simply search WRRC1, WRRC2, and that's Whiskey Radio Radio Charlie 1 or Whiskey Radio Radio Charlie 2. We would love to hear from you during the week. You can check out and like our Facebook pages, Your Career is Calling, G45 Consulting. Uh, you can check out my website, g45consulting.com, where you can learn more about the Secret Mentor Society and the Secret Mentor Society Boot Camp. If you're having challenges with your job search, it's a 10-day intensive course that has proven to drive results for alumni. There are seats available for the April class. If you'd love to, like to join me, I'd love to have you. Uh, so you can connect to me on LinkedIn or send me an email at Wanda at g45consulting.com. We would like to thank our producer, Naomi McGarrell, for another terrific job and the Bronx General Manager, John Moses. Special thanks to our underwriters, G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press, and Ryder University's Office of Career Services for making this hour possible. We could not do this hour without their support. We appreciate you, our listeners. We know how difficult it is to manage your career. We thank you for listening in. Remember, own your career and keep networking alive. I'll be here next week with another dynamite guest. Hope you have a great week. 
Now it's time for you to go out and own your career. Thank you for listening to the all-new Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting. Join Wanda and her who's who of guests and career consultants next Sunday at 8 a.m. as they provide you with even more great advice on how to truly take control of your career. The all-new Your Career is Calling is underwritten by Ryder University's Office of Career Services, here to help accelerate your career. Harwell Express Press, your corporate communications printer, and G45 Consulting, committed to both your immediate and long-term career success. Talk to you next Sunday.